Hello, and welcome to the Tao Te Ching for Everyday Living. I'm your host, Dan Casas-Murray. This podcast is for the Tao curious, those looking for a random bit of wisdom once in a while, or for those who want to dive into this wonderful teaching. I've been studying the Tao Te Ching for just short of a year now, and have reconnected with a natural feeling of inner peace and contentment. I don't hold a doctorate, nor am I qualified to teach anything about the Tao Te Ching. I'm just an ordinary person who has experienced the wonderful side effects of following the Tao. Since everyone's experience with this wisdom is different, the only thing that I can hope for is that mine helps you to connect with a Tao in your own unique, personal way. Feel free to listen to each episode a day at a time, or anytime you need a quick Tao shot. You can listen while you're on your way to work, or after that, when you're winding down. It's always a good time to observe the Tao. In each episode, we'll do four things. One, we'll read a verse of the Tao Te Ching. Two, I'll break it down into everyday language. Three, I'll share my own thoughts and experience. And four, I'll leave you with a couple of the many ways you can put the Tao into practice for yourself. That's pretty much how I've been practicing the Tao every day. By listening to Lao Tzu, reflecting on his words of wisdom, listening to other comments, and trying to practice them in everyday life. Thanks for joining me today and enjoy this episode of the Tao Te Ching for Everyday Living. Verse 47, Knowing the Tao. Without stepping out the door, know the world. Without looking out the window, see the Tao of Heaven. The farther one comes out, the less one knows. Therefore, the sage knows without traveling, understands things without seeing them, accomplishes without work. That's verse 47 of the Tao Te Ching, translated by Ellen Marie Chen. Next, let's break it down. This verse has two parts to it, and we'll take each part one idea at a time. Part one talks about knowing the Tao from within, and part two, I feel, talks about knowing, understanding, and accomplishing. So when we're saying without stepping out of the door, knowing the world, know the world without looking out the window, see the Tao of heaven. I think what we're getting at is knowing the Tao from within. And so we're not necessarily saying you can't go anywhere. You shouldn't go anywhere. You shouldn't like, you know, go and explore or anything like that. I think the spirit of the first part of this verse is saying, well, look, those aren't requirements. Yeah. Add those things to your life. Go and be traveled. Go and like learn and explore. But be careful not to attach importance to those particular qualities or the cognitive results that you experience from those from those things, right? So I feel like, okay, yeah, we're talking about like literal things like st- like going outside, knowing the world, you know, all that stuff. But But really what the idea here is that we don't need external factors 
to make us be able to connect with the Tao. We have all of that and it's inherent in our being just as expressions of the Tao. So that's part one. Now, part two talks about, okay, well, once you're good with that, once, once you're good with like understanding the Tao and knowing the Tao and not using external factors to influence that or not using external factors to say, well, you know, if I have these things, then I'll be one with the Tao. If we are basically okay with the fact that we already have that inside of us, then we get to know, understand, and accomplish. Okay, so the difference between knowledge and knowing, right? We know that, <laughs> ironically. Uh, the, the difference between um, experiencing and understanding or cognitively understanding something and really just getting it, to quote my one of my favorite uh, sci-fi authors, you grok it, right? That's what deep understanding is. And uh, that's Heinlein, by the way, in case anybody's curious. And accomplishing, man, there's that whole accomplishing without doing anything, right? That Wu Wei concept that we've talked about. So here's putting it together. It's basically like this. It's like, okay, we don't need external things to help us understand the Tao. That's part one. And then number two is that once we connect with that innate sense that we have of the Tao, then we automatically know, then we automatically grok or understand, and then we automatically start accomplishing without doing. We start practicing Wu Wei naturally. So... That's at least my interpretation of verse 47 today. Um, so to wrap that up, we'll remember that verse 47 has two parts to it. Part one talks about knowing the Tao from within. And part two says, once we have that, then we can begin to really know, really understand, and really accomplish without doing. Okay, so let's put that back together. I'll read verse 47 again. Without stepping out the door, know the world. Without looking out the window, see the Tao of heaven. The farther one comes out, the less one knows. Therefore, the sage knows without traveling, understands things without seeing them, and accomplishes without work. Let's take a look at some of the things that this verse made me think about today when considering knowing the Tao. There are two. One is staying inside. And two is knowing, understanding, and accomplishing. Staying inside. I was 14. I received the letter and my jaw dropped in shocked disappointment. Yes, I was accepted to be an exchange student, but I was not going where everyone, including me, thought I was. I had dreams of seeing Barcelona, Madrid, Sevilla, but the letter didn't say this. I was to live in Brazil for a year. I had few impressions of Brazil other than it wasn't Spain. <laughs> It didn't have the same romantic connections that Europe did for me, and I have to be honest with you, I just felt deflated. So three months later, 
I found myself in a dark parking garage underneath the airport with my new host family. After a 13-hour flight from Pittsburgh to Rio de Janeiro, I was tired and definitely feeling out of my element. I looked around me and could just feel my otherness. I simply didn't belong. Until we got home in a neighborhood called Flamengo on a street called Marques de Branches. My host mother helped me unpack. My host father never stopped talking about how the year was going to be, what I should see, who I should meet, and everything else. Later that night, he had some friends over that met weekly to play and sing Bolivian music. Instead of not belonging, I was welcomed warmly, and soon I forgot that out-of-place feeling. And that was just the first day. Over that year, I fell in love with Brazil and the people there. I learned to say things like, Yai galera, como é que tá? Which means, what up fam? <laughs> I learned what the ocean spray felt and smelled like in my nostrils. And yes, I learned that ketchup and mustard on your pizza portuguesa was pretty tasty. More importantly, I learned about what the Brazilians call carinho and amizade. Two terms that mean care and love. But that's just a direct translation. Those two words mean so much more than their definitions. I only spent ten and a half months there. But I have held a deep affinity for Brazil and her people for almost 30 years now. I am forever grateful for the things I learned and the lovely people I met and came to know. They accepted me with open arms, all of my faults included. I found them to be very loving and warm. Te amo, Brasil. Beijos e abrações. So obviously, <laughs> I left my house and I peered out the windows to know what was happening in the world. <laughs> Indeed, I found things different than back home and my experience definitely helped to shape my worldview. In learning another language, my cognitive landscape had expanded in ways inexplicable. So how could this verse actually apply to my experience? Lao Tzu says we don't need to leave the house to know what's going on. He says we don't need to peer outside the windows to know the Tao. My short time in Brazil and the wonderful things I experienced seem to be defying that, don't they? Only maybe not. Maybe Lao Tzu is talking about volition and desire here instead of actual actions. So let's imagine that the house and windows are our corporeal forms, our bodies. Let's also imagine that we who are inside our dwellings are just our consciousnesses. <laughs> so now the verse reads a little different. To know what's going on outside of me, I don't need to leave my body. To know the Tao, I don't need to look outside. Nope. To know the Tao, I need to look inside, don't I? Alright, so let's extend just a little further. Perhaps the house in this verse is the satisfaction of our corporeal senses. And looking out the window is the lie that we tell ourselves that we don't have everything we need to grow into harmony with the Tao. 
I think the main takeaway from the first part of this verse is that in order to move into harmony with the Tao, we don't need anything external to ourselves. In fact, those external things are actually distractors. We talked about abandoning desires in the last verse. And perhaps desires are those external things that we keep looking for that ultimately don't hold the answers. So literally staying inside the house and not venturing out? Sure, that's fine. Venturing off and experiencing the beauty of a people and language, customs, and ways of life? (laughs) Sure, that's fine too. To me, it's setting aside the belief that I must go outside myself to experience the Tao. That's my interpretation of what Lao Tzu is speaking about here. Knowing, understanding, and accomplishing. If I were to take this verse literally, I would stay at home, stay in meditation, and expect answers to come to me. Indeed, likely they would, but I think I'd be missing the point. Like we talked about in the previous section, the knowing, understanding, and accomplishing seems to come from a place other than their superficial meanings. I'd like to have a look at the inner side of each of these three things. Let's start with knowledge. Knowledge is the noun that talks about a quantity of facts about the physical or even mental world. It's the embodiment of categories of stuff that we've organized and put into proctor boxes, right? But knowing, that's something different, isn't it? It kind of feels like a sense of something there without us actually observing it. I think the important word is sense. At home, I can know everyone's status, their stories, what their environments look like for them, all that. But to know everyone, to have a sense that based on all their dispositions, I have a good idea of how they're feeling, well, that's a little different, isn't it? But going even further, I suppose that there's this quiet place in the middle of my chest that glows a little when I stop to appreciate my fellow humans that share my dwelling space and are on their own personal journeys. And yet, we experience it together. This little glow. I feel like that's a little of what Lao Tzu is talking about here. Let's look at understanding. In order to understand things and how they work, we need knowledge of them. We need to know the parts of a system, the forces that act on them, and what the yield of those forces are. This doesn't just have to be with machinery or physical objects. Psychology is a field that comes to mind here where understanding is relevant. But how do we understand without seeing? How do we grok? How do our inner selves experience intuition? Like, if pressed to give an answer to a question about a life situation, I wouldn't have an index I could access, physical or mental, that would be the same answer every time. I would need to consider the question and reply with intuition. Answers that just seem to fit and that feel right based on context. So at work, how can I understand without seeing? How can I explain those moments when the team is firing on all cylinders, everyone's doing their parts, and we're all working as a team to create something useful and good for others? Try this. As a teacher, student, leader, and follower, I have found that the general term leadership kind of talks about this stuff and tries to break it 
down and the principles and practices. But it doesn't really nail it down. Just like the Tao, we can talk around the idea, but at the end of the day, we're just using words. To really understand it, you have to be in it, experiencing these moments. There's this intuitive feeling part of understanding that we're addressing here. And how about accomplishing without doing? The old non-action thing. Wu-wei. Taken literally, this sort of thing might get you kicked out at home or fired from work. (laughs) Superficially, accomplishing things means setting a goal, writing it down, planning milestones that will, once they stack up, result in the goal being accomplished. But accomplishing without doing, what's that? I think we've all experienced this so far in our journey with the Tao. We've talked about the allowing of things to arrive, the allowance of things to be as they are. Accomplishing without doing is moving into harmony with the Tao and employing a mix of creative intent and acceptance of things so that when our intents are met with that which is already present, we have spent a great deal less energy than we otherwise would have had we tried to make it happen by sheer force of will. So accomplishing without doing at home, at work, and with friends, what can this look like? Allowing my loved ones to be as they are, allowing myself to be as I am, setting aside my pride and working on reaching a place of mutual respect and understanding so we all get what we need from one another. At work, this seems to mean allowing people to be as they are without forcing things, without dissatisfaction, working patiently with those around me, always looking for opportunities to be of service, without desiring to control the outcome. Now, this is a tough one for sure, especially if you're in a leadership position. (laughs) And with friends. Perhaps with friends, accomplishing by doing nothing means trusting the group and its members to know or sense what path the group needs to be on to learn and grow for the greater good of all within it. When we use our inner senses of knowing to intuitively understand things and we can set aside our desires, we begin to see things happening almost by themselves. I know this is weird. Having been in the military and in business, this is probably what I would have considered as the absolute wrong way to go about things. As certainly, there is a time and place for knowledge, for analysis, and for goal setting. A younger me thought, that this was actually all there was. However, the more experienced me knows that there is more. The actual knowing that comes from my heart space. The understanding that comes from my intuition. And the creation of things or circumstances by patiently and thankfully allowing them to come to me. And all of this is the result of when we exercise humility enough so that we can move out of our egos out of our self-wills, and into harmony with the Tao. So I feel like that's a great place to pause. To wrap up my experience with this verse today, and considering knowing the Tao, I thought about two things. One was staying inside. And two was knowing, understanding, and accomplishing.
For the final piece of this episode, let's consider how we can apply the principle of knowing the Tao in this verse today. I wondered how to practice this knowing, understanding, and accomplishing. Most of the time in this podcast, we have observed things and we've looked inside deep enough to gain another perspective. I feel like this time, there's a process from Lao Tzu himself that we can exercise. And I'd like to share that with you. I noticed in the last three verses, starting from 44, Lao Tzu has been sort of leading us up to this point. Here's what I mean. Verse 44 are just to practice contentment by using acceptance. Verse 45 urges us to practice allowing the Tao to operate in our lives with non-action. And verse 46 are just to abandon our desires with awareness and acceptance. And now, after sitting with those practices, we are urged to start using the Tao. Do you remember how we've talked about the gifts of the Tao before? Knowing, understanding, and accomplishing are just some of those gifts. Only it's cool because Lao Tzu is actually specifying them here. Okay, so here's how it can work. We can practice acceptance. And this enables us to allow things to be. And then this allows us to become aware of our desires so we can set them aside. And now we're in a place where we can practice knowing without running about, understanding without seeing, and accomplishing without doing. So, how can we practice that? Well, I don't know for sure. <laughs> but I'd like to share with you something that I experienced this week. It's sort of a meditation, sort of like a feeling thing. And so I'd like to invite you to explore this with me. And since we're going to notice things and concentrate, I'd also encourage you to do this in a quiet, comfortable space where you can allow yourself full concentration. You shouldn't be driving or operating heavy machinery. <laughs> okay, let's take a deep breath. Let's ask the Tao to show us something new today. Thank you. I'd like us to begin by calling into our minds a person or a group of people that have made you feel good. It can be people from the past or in, even in your life now. Notice how that just by thinking about them, you may feel a little warm glow in your body. Now, take a moment to switch gears. I'd like you to make a list of facts that you know about these people. Just stuff that you put on one of their social media profiles if you were making one for them. Okay. Let's go back to how those people make us feel again. <laughs> Switching gears again. Breathing in, breathing out. Remembering how they make us feel. Okay, so let's notice. Doesn't the factual stuff feel different than the feeling we have right now? In this moment, we are noticing our knowing of this person. Sure, we know stuff about them. But to know them, to know they're there, to know that we are not alone because of these people, that's knowing. So as always, we already have this ability to know within us. 
Let's transfer that knowing to another aspect of our lives. Let's call into mind our family or those with whom we live. If you live alone, consider your loved ones or even your neighbors. Let's just take a moment to sense how their humanness makes us feel. Yes, we know them, don't we? Based on our innate capabilities to feel love, joy, happiness, sadness, fear, we know what they feel, don't we? I feel like understanding now works the same way. When you can hold these people in your head for a moment, no analyzing, no figuring, just allowing their image or essence to be there in your mind for a moment, and you're appreciating them, you are setting aside any desire you have that is connected to them in your mind, and you are knowing them. Is there a bit of compassionate understanding that starts to take shape there? Understanding that while they may have different lives than you on the surface, that they are perhaps a version of you that is walking their own path, trying to connect with Source in their own way? After we've considered these folks, this is a time when we naturally just might want to help them. Now remembering that we can accomplish without doing... <laughs> Let's ask the Tao to show us how we might be of service to them. And we'll set aside any ideas we have in this moment. We'll just allow the Tao to provide the answer gradually or create a situation in which we can effortlessly and without our intervention help them along their journey. Thank you. So that's pretty much the process that came to mind when making a beginning for me and practicing contentment and then allowance and then abandoning my desires so that I could use the Tao to know, understand, and accomplish. If you want to practice this further, I feel like you can take a moment to start feeling others while in their presence. The cashier, your friends, your coworkers, and yes, I've found that this works online too. It takes a little more practice, but I have definitely felt things while looking at those little video squares on my screen. So just see what comes up. And if you'd like to share, feel free to either email the podcast or post in the Facebook group so other folks might benefit. And if you want to keep this private, that's totally okay too. It's whatever you feel called to do. I'd like to thank you for experiencing this with me today. I love that little warm glowy feeling I get when I pause. And you have given me the reason to feel it just a little bit more. Thank you. To close out this episode, I'll leave you with a final reading of verse 47 of the Tao Te Ching, translated by Ellen Marie Chen. Without stepping out the door, know the world. Without looking out the window, see the Tao of Heaven. The farther one comes out, 
the less one knows. Therefore, the sage knows without traveling, understands things without seeing them, accomplishes without work. Thanks for listening to an episode of the Tao Te Ching for Everyday Living with your host, Dan Casas-Murray. This podcast is for the Tao curious, those looking for a random bit of wisdom once in a while, or for those who want to dive into this wonderful teaching. In each episode, we do four things. One, we read a verse of the Tao Te Ching. Two, we break it down into everyday language. Three, we discuss my own thoughts and experience with the Tao. And four, we look at a couple of the many ways you can put the Tao into practice for yourself. That's pretty much how I've been practicing the Tao every day. By listening to Lao Tzu, reflecting on his words of wisdom, listening to other comments, and trying to practice them in everyday life. I'm pretty sure that as I learn about and experience more of the Tao, all my thoughts and lessons will change. I wish the same for you as you grow along your journey. If you found something meaningful in this podcast and would like to discuss it with others, I'd like to encourage you to subscribe to the subreddit Taoism. That's reddit.com slash r slash Taoism. Also, I'd invite you to share this podcast with friends if you think it would benefit them. As always, I wish you love, compassion, and peace. Thanks for listening.